Hey, welcome to the Power Prosperity Podcast. I'm Randy Gage. Uh, you're going to find this is a special podcast. I don't have interviews every week and we don't have a format. We're not looking to get a bunch of sponsors and run commercials to you. It's really just a chance for me to connect with the people who follow my work. And we're going to put up the audio version of my YouTube channel here every Monday, the Prosperity TV. Uh, and when I do live events where we've got speeches that we get recorded that I think are on the prosperity topics, we'll share them here. And then I'll be creating some original content from time to time just for you guys who subscribe to the podcast. So please make sure you are a subscriber and uh, we're going to have some fun together on this podcast. Hey guys, it's Randy and I want to talk about a application of the vacuum law of prosperity. And if you wonder, okay, where am I coming up with that? Here's the concept that the vacuum law is based on. And that is that premise number one is that the universe around us is inherently good. And premise number two is the universe abhors a vacuum, which leads us to premise number three, which is when you create a vacuum, the universe will fill it with good. So what, are, what does all that mean? Is that just a gobbledygook, spiritual sounding talk? Is there any basis in... Uh, science, in reality, in uh, practical application? I really believe there is. Uh, because I'm not a woo-woo guy. I'm a very rational, logical, analytical person. And it seems, and if you saw the Prosperity TV this week, it's, I talked about how uh, it, it seems so hard to think that most people are good. Because if you're reading Facebook or Twitter or you're watching the news, I mean, it's just example after example after example of snarky, nasty, mean-spirited, hateful people doing snarky, nasty, mean-spirited, hateful things. But that's just the nature of those platforms. Uh, it's really, you're not going to see anything on the, the nightly news network about somebody who took an elderly person out to the park for the day or went and visited a, a, a person in a, a, a shelter or a aged home or somewhere and spent some time with them or took them to lunch or uh, once a week goes up and takes an elderly person to the supermarket. Or, but there are billions and billions of those wonderful, prosperous actions that take place every day. They're just not newsworthy in our culture. And nobody writes much about them on Facebook. We want to write about how the, those people in the other political party are so stupid and so ignorant and so evil and... Uh, Please unfollow me if you support this candidate. Just unfollow me. I never want to talk to you. I mean, see, if you look at all that, you say, oh my God, what a negative, distorted, dysfunctional world. Don't buy into all that. The truth is most people really are good people. And most people, if you were stuck on the side of the road and you really needed some help, 
they would try to help you. If there was any way that they could make your life better, they would want to do that. And um, so I really do believe that the universe is inherently good. And yes, there's earthquakes and hurricanes and tsunamis and these cataclysmic natural disasters of Mother Nature, but those are the exception. Do you know how perfectly amazing the rest of the universe is working all of the time? The gravity never takes a day off and the bees go to the flower and they get the pollen and they go to the next flower and that pollinates that and the acorns fall and the squirrels pick them up and sock them away for the winter. And I mean, the, the, there's just so many perfect and amazing manifestations of beauty and synchronicity that happen in the universe and Mother Nature and every day. Um, and of course, the newsworthy thing is when the volcano explodes in Hawaii or the tsunami hits or the earthquake uh, happens. But what's going on the other 99.999% of the time is perfect prosperity and harmony. And you have to recognize that even the horrific things, the earthquakes and the hurricanes and the natural disasters, that's what keeps the planet balanced. That's what keeps it operating. That's, uh, and of course, humans are just such minute specks of reality in comparison to the power of that. But the truth is we're surrounded by prosperity every day. We're surrounded by good and peace and harmony if we choose to look for it. So the, the premise of nature abhors a vacuum. So if you walk along the beach and you're putting footprints in the sand when the waves go out, uh, the next wave is going to come in, it's going to fill in your footsteps. Or if you're trudging through Alaska in the snow and you're putting your footprints in the snow, what's going to happen? The, the wind is going to come, it's going to fill those footsteps. So nature abhors a vacuum and nature will always fill that vacuum with good. That's the underlying premise of all this that I want you to think about. So how does that come into play for you? Every day, day to day, practical application. How do you manifest more prosperity in your life? And for a lot of people, I think what they have to do is they have to create a vacuum. So the idea behind this, if you want to practice this, if you saw that chapter in my book, Seven, uh, I don't even know, The Seven Secrets of Prosperity, or <laughs> whatever my book title on that uh, was in that five-book prosperity series. I think it's The Seven Spiritual Laws of Prosperity, maybe. Um, but I give the example, if you want new clothes in your life, well, create a vacuum. So go clean out your closet and say, wow, I haven't worn this in two years. I haven't worn that. That doesn't really fit me anymore. I don't really like those shoes. Put them all together and go give them to a homeless shelter somewhere and create a vacuum and allow the universe to fill it with good. If uh, When I was teaching a, a prosperity class at Unity on the Bay in Miami, I had a lady who came every Monday and um, so she came to the class one week and she was really upset because her she had lost her job and her boyfriend had left her. And so she was kind of 
grilling me in front of the class like, do this prosperity principles really work? Because, man, I lost my job and now my boyfriend left me. And I was like, isn't this the job that you just have been complaining about that you hated for the last year? Well, yeah, that was the job. And then isn't this the boyfriend who literally, physically abused you? And you were uh, frequently bringing up how he emotionally abused you. Uh, Well, yeah, that's the same one. Well, what she had done, what the universe had done, or divine order, or natural selection, or whatever you want to call it, was creating a vacuum in her life. And I think for a lot of people, something like that, sometimes that has to happen. I have a dear friend who just, I mean, he had the worst job. And he had this job for 20 years. And and I mean, just a horrible job that he hated. And he didn't make a ton of money with it. He wasn't staying with it because it just paid him such a crazy high amount of money that he didn't want. It just, he was stuck in this pattern. And then the company got sold. And the new owners came in and eliminated a bunch of positions and, and gave people buyouts and said, your position's you know, being eliminated. Here's six months' uh, salary, uh, and we'll help you look for another job. And that was the best thing that happened to him. But I don't think he ever would have done that himself. Um, and that's the thing. So picture your hand. If you're holding something in your hand and you're squeezing it tightly, The universe can't put anything in it. So here's what I think is the real lesson for you this this episode that I wanted to talk to you about is the real question to ask yourself is what are you holding on to that you need to be releasing? What is the area in your life that you need to create a vacuum to allow the universe to fill it with good. All right, give that some serious thought because sometimes it's a relationship. If you're holding on to a negative relationship, where is the room for a positive one? If you're holding on to a dead-end job you hate, how are you possibly going to find the job that you love? If you're hanging on to relationships and friends that, let's be honest, you probably should have moved on five years ago because of the consciousness they're at and they just want to be mired in victimhood and they want you to be mired in victimhood with them, you might need to release some people in your life. You might need to release some uh, material possessions in your life. You might need to release a job in your life. So do, do that critical thinking. What is the area in your life where you need to create a vacuum for your next level of prosperity? All right, guys. Hope you're having an amazing day today. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Power Prosperity Podcast. I'm Randy Gage. Please connect with me on social media.